Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we investigate your desires, secret invasion desires. We're talking about what we want to happen in secret invasion, what we want to see for these characters in this story. Matt quit laughing. All that amor with that we have all that amor with that we have no control over. Definitely keeping the first one. Yep. Okay. KiwiCo is an amazing way to inspire the kids in your life to be curious about the world and to be proud of what they can do in it. Each month, KiwiCo delivers crates that cover a ton of interesting topics and provide real hands-on skills for kids to explore. From engineering robots to learning about the science of cooking, there's something for every kid, from infants and preschoolers to teens and beyond. I gotta tell you, when my niece built her kinetic Bluetooth speaker, I was downright jealous. I wanted to build my own, and she is still bopping around the house listening to that thing. She loves it, and every time, she's reminded of what she can do, and I love that. The children in your life can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. You'll be surprised at how high-quality the materials are, too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com slash MCU. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash MCU. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Wiggum Randall. How are you, my friend? Wiggum? Like like Chief Wiggum? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. You're Wiggum okay. today. All right, I guess I'm Wiggum. <laughs> did you like that intro? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I really enjoyed the intro. There's a rapper I'm listening to named Prof. P-R-O-F? Yeah, P-R-O-F. Great rapper. I really, really love his stuff. Um, but he has... One of the things I did... I heard a few of his songs, and I just think his raps are amazing, but his choruses aren't. They're almost embarrassingly simple. And, like, I was just wondering, like, like it, it feels almost intentional. They're almost embarrassingly uh, simple and sometimes, like, crass. And it, like, almost feels embarrassing to share the songs with people because, like, uh, the way, I don't know, the way, they, the way they land or whatever in the choruses sometimes. And then uh, I finally found a song as I was digging through the archives of his stuff. And the chorus is, it's called uh, Dodo Birds, I think is the name of the song. And it's got these immaculate verses that sound amazing. All this great, like wonderful verbiage put together. Great wordplay. Wonderful. And then the chorus is just going, like, it's like, okay, you're like intentionally trolling me with this one. Like, you you know, your choruses are bad and you're just saying, this is how little it matters what my choruses sound like. I, I thought that was very fun. Maybe maybe the studio required him to put choruses in, and he was like, "I'll show them." Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how it feels. <laughs> so, is it like that Batman video that ha- that's like been around the internet forever? He's like, "I don't know that Batman video." Wow. Okay. Can't say I do. 
Man, Matt has been under the internet rock for a while. <laughs> you gotta send it to me. Send me, send me that. Send me that. Um, so, uh, Jeff, I have to commend you. Yesterday, yes. uh, or I got done editing earlier today. Your episode first appearance on Multiverse News. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> my mom ended up being in the hospital, and I had to bail out last second. And you were. Uh, uh, gracious enough to step in in my stead to make sure they could live stream it and to appear on the show and you were very entertaining i really enjoyed your appearance on multiverse news oh that's the quietest i've ever been on a podcast i think <laughs> well it's a it's a weird format we were not used to having four people so like this you get you end up not talking as much simply because there's less to do and uh and you were very last minute addition i know but uh what i, I really enjoyed you just added such a chaos element that like you so <laughs> for me. those of you who for those of you who listen on multiverse news uh they're, they're who don't listen we have a lightning round where you basically use your name as a buzzer to buzz in and be the one person who's allowed to respond to a news story it's the way we keep it tight so we don't talk for 20 minutes about every news story just one person's going to give their response to each of these sort of smaller stories in the lightning round mm-hmm. and uh Jeff started calling other people's names, and everyone just looked really, really confused. Like it looked, the, the news story happened, and Jeff was like, "Haley," and and then she was like, "Wait, what? Me?" It's like, and they all did it too, which is what I thought was so funny. Like they didn't go like, "Jeff, that's not how it works." They didn't like try to correct you. They just were like, "Well, I guess my name's been called. I have to speak on this property. I don't even care about." It was very good. It was very good. Thank you, thank you, Jeff, for that chaos. It was fun to edit. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I first did it, I first did it for Zoo, and he was so confused. Like, what? I'm like, I want to yeah. hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know what this is. I don't even watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. Uh, That's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about Multiverse News. We're here to talk about Secret Invasion and our personal desires for secret invasion are very very personal very like <laughs> secret desires yeah <laughs> your most intimate desires for secret invasion jeff jeff name name this uh, cast um secret invasion desires and it just sounds like it sounds like a like a um a bad love novel like based on the secret invasion timeline like <laughs> Secret Invasion, colon, desires. I'm imagining a scroll with the Fabio hair like, mm-hmm. on a horse holding uh, probably Kobe Smolders, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I she's like, uh, Kobe Smolders. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because it would be such a great ch- uh, change to, to have Maria Hill be a damsel in distress for a second. <laughs> That's true. That's true. she is anything but... You know, you're right. We've had enough of this woke nonsense. We need more damsels in distress. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We gotta we gotta revert back to the forties. Come on. <laughs> I need a giant scroll climbing a tower with with Maria Hill thrown over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Twas beauty that killed the scroll. <laughs> I so so you want to start you want to kick it off we 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 haven't we haven't compared notes so we might end up with the same one here or there but I I'm interested to see because you have much more history with the 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 comics 
and mm. such with this with this story. Um, Do I? I think so. I think, don't well, you? I, so I know about the secret invasion uh, story and plot, and I know generally what happened. Uh, right, but right. that's not one that I read. Um, right, I guess that's what I mean. I've heard you talk a little more more intelligently than I have about this plot line. So, uh, like you know, it's not what we do here anyway. It's fine. It's it's funny. I read everything before, and well, not everything, but like I read the major story, like Civil War, before, and then the major story after, and like just didn't catch Secret Secret Invasion. I was just like, ah, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that notwithstanding, my my number one, no, my first on the list. Yeah, mm, sure. Are we going most desired to non most not most desired, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. We're not really ranking. This is no ranking here. We're just you know, art doesn't have to be in competition. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, except that it kind of does because uh, box office numbers and that's the that's the conflict between art and commerce, man. Yep. Yep. That's a problem I face every day. Um, so the thing that I think that we'll probably agree the most on mm-hmm. is that we need an explanation of Nick Fury's blip status. Like when we saw him disappear, but was that mm-hmm. Nick Fury or was that Talos or Talos? Mm. Was that, you know, was that Maria Hill that disappeared or was that the other scroll that we might may or may not know the name of, or is Maria Hill even a person? Like, yeah, I need, I need to know. And like, not only do we not know if it was actually Nick Fury that disappeared, we know that like the boss is in space, quote unquote, as, as of the end of WandaVision, we know that in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, they said Nick Fury's been off world for over a year or something like that, mm-hmm. or for six months or something like that. He's off world. So, Mm -hmm. and then we see at the end, he's, you know, who's got my shoes. He seems to be on a space station. And then in the trailer for the Marvels, he's on what looks to be a space station, like sword base. Yeah. Is that where where he's been? Right. I've been wondering that too, because it looks like a very different style of base. Like to me, that looked like, I mean, it's right off of earth. It looked like, so that to me looked like it was. Um, like a like a small first sword base or something like a, like the first yeah. first sword base, you know. Um, and then that other one looked cavernous and huge, and it looked also looked like a lot of alien technology around. So to me, I always thought that he was like on a scroll ship out somewhere. Yeah, that's that what first, I thought too. Uh, but then but then again, yeah, you're right. He's on a different base now. So I agree. That's a really good call. I also really want to know what's going on with what's been going on with Nick Fury. Not just what's yeah. going on, but what's been going on. And the the weird thing about all of this is that like while he's doing all those space related things and everybody says he's up, he's in space, whatever, in this series it looks like he's strictly on Earth. And it doesn't look like that's Talos. No, I, I doubt that's Talos. I mean, we we see Talos throughout. Yeah, we um, see Talos separately. So, like, but uh, we also see that landing craft in the trailer. Sure. Um, so I th- I think he's uh, he's been off in space. Um, I remember when he asked for his shoes. Why did he get up from the chair? Doesn't something he get? Does he get a beep or something that makes him get up from the chair? I remember something is in that scene. 
I don't remember. Because then he gets up and goes, where are my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he it looked like he was like on a beach or whatever, or like in a, in a pod that was like the vacation pod, like sitting on a yeah. beach in Tahiti. It's a magical place. It is a magical place. Oh man, you also made a great Melinda May pun uh, during the during <laughs> during Multiverse News yesterday. Sorry, sorry. That's for the, the Agents of Shields fans. There's a good Melinda May pun yeah, was on, there? on the. On the yeah, there was. I can't even remember what it was. Now, hmm. you'll have to check out Multiverse News from this week to find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hear the puns yourself. Yeah, hear the hear the puns in first person, not live. I, I really dig that. I really dig that um, uh, thought about Mick Fury, and it kind of dovetails into one of mine. So I'll just jump into that. Uh, one of mine is I want real Nick Fury character development. Yeah, because I don't since Winter Soldier, I don't feel like we've ever gotten that. He has always been the boss, the almost like a MacGuffin. He's almost like an ethereal force in these movies. Like he's just the guy going around collecting the heroes that are getting all the character development. You know, we get a sense of who he is, but we don't get a sense of change. We don't get a sense of what he's thinking really, except for in winter soldier. We don't really get a sense of him learning anything. Right. He doesn't have arcs throughout most of these movies. I, I, I say Captain Marvel's probably also one that he has some arcs in just because yeah. he's, He's just getting into the world of the weird, really, um, well, with Captain Marvel. In fairness, in fairness, we haven't really had a uh, a Nick Fury centered property at all, mm-hmm. other than like right. he was, you know, he he was first supporting actor in uh, Captain Marvel, so like he had some growth there. But then, mm-hmm. other than that, he really ugh. that movie's about him becoming. Who Nick, the Nick Fury, Fury of is. today. Yeah. Yeah. And then basically every other movie is uh, just Nick Fury is the exasperated babysitter of the Avengers. Like that's <laughs> his whole that's thing. Accurate. He's like, I can't, I don't have time for you today. I've got to be across town dealing with a big green guy. You know, like, yeah. It's, he's just sort of annoyed at the, having to deal with the Avengers. Like that's his whole thing. And, uh, and of course, y- understanding how important they are and building the team. But yeah. I really just would like to see Nick Fury brought to a place that, like, we really see him go through something and may have change, make have things make a difference in his life and to those around him, and really just see character development for Nick Fury, maybe for that. the first time. Except, and this isn't still this isn't really development, but I, I, maybe maybe kind of in Winter Soldier, I do love. Like, there's just this rare moment in Winter Soldier where he's on the elevator with Cap, and they talk about his grandfather. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, like, who his grandfather was. And that, like, that always struck me as, like, a big moment for his character development. And, of course, in that movie, he stops being Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and goes to be, like, Nick Fury, guy on the run or whatever. And that, yeah. so there's at least a status change there yeah, well, from who he, he is. He, uh, he, it's like he had the rug ripped out from under him in that mm-hmm. one, and that he oh, used absolutely. to, you know, he used to know everything. Now he realizes, oh shit, I was completely wrong. Yeah. Everything I thought I knew is gone. 
Um, but then he exactly. hasn't really like we haven't really seen him on a quest to bounce back from that or yeah, kind of rebuild completely. what he had. Completely, except slight little bits of Agents of Shield, but it's it's passing the torch stuff, you know. And we don't really see what he's going through in Agents of Shield. We just see he's passing the torch to Coulson. Yeah. Um, and you know, the thing is, we've we've seen that story of someone who was in Shield and a big part of Shield, and then they found out it was all Hydra, and they you know had that all fall apart, and that's Steve Rogers. And we've seen him go through it, and that's been his major character development through all those movies. Like, he no longer trusts anyone else, so when Civil War comes around, we see how that affects him, and he's not going to trust the hands of the government. Um, He's going to do his own thing, which causes Civil War, and that causes rifts with him and his friends. Like, all that stuff really cascaded into the, the Steve Rogers tale, and it just hasn't had an effect in a real way on Nick Fury. Because, well, since... Winter Soldier, what have we seen him in, um, actually seen him as a main character in just um, Age of Ultron, but that wasn't really him. I'm sorry, that wasn't really a large portion of the movie. He just shows up with the helicarrier. Right. Well, he shows up at the at the farm. Oh, that's right. The farm and then the helicarrier. And I do love those scenes, but they're very small. I mean, we we do get character development of his sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Like, as far as chronologically within the verse, we haven't really seen much since then of him. Because, like, mm. uh, in release order, we've seen more development. But, again, that was that was him becoming Nick Fury of today. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not sure if the, the person that we saw in Infinity War that got dusted, we're not sure if that's actually Nick Fury. Right. So like the, the, we don't know how many and one of the major appearances of Nick Fury wasn't Nick Fury for sure and that's the Spider-Man appearance. So yeah. it's just been thing after thing after thing and like we really haven't gotten much in the way of Nick Fury. So that's that's my desire. Cool. That kind of uh, that kind of goes right into my next one is I mm. want that same thing. I want growth for Maria Hill. Ooh, yeah. You know, cuz she much like Nick Fury has just kind of been that like stoic face over his shoulder. Um, just For kind of sure. the, the enforcer, uh, and like really haven't seen any growth out of her other than like calling, uh, Tony Stark, her boss. <laughs> right. Yeah. We know she goes, uh, out of the public sector and into the private and that's about all we find out. But then we also know she's there at age of Ultron as well. So she's still sort of in Nick Fury's pocket, even though she's not technically working for shield anymore. Right. We saw her get dusted in Infinity War. We think. Yeah, we think. And then we saw what looks like her, but turned out to be a scroll in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, like, is she even a real person? Or, you know, does she have a backstory? <laughs> like, or like, is this something that a scroll cooked up? I know that I know that phase four has not been that much more spread out. I mean, I guess COVID put a big year year jump in everything but the thing that i just keep thinking about like we keep getting these properties like okay we're getting nick fury and then i'm like when was the last time we really had nick fury like winter soldier is that really like what we're saying like the last time we really had a good (laughs) nick like that's such a long time and and really kobe smolders as well a good Um, modern nick fury rather than 
90s Nick Fury. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Like, so the last time we checked in on his character and what he's doing. I mean, except for, like, a post-credit sequence. So, it makes me... Um, I don't know. It makes me feel like, although this is a big connected universe, and I always feel like we get these character developments quickly because the big four do, you know, they get Avengers movies and uh, they all get their, their, their solo movies in between and stuff. Yeah. Um, some of these characters, they just really, we haven't seen them in a long, long time. Yeah. And it feels, it feels crazy to th- think that it's been so long for Nick Fury. Hashtag justice for Jimmy Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and Jimmy Woo got that extra appearance in WandaVision and it's like, oh wow, we know him well now, better than most characters in the universe because yep. we got so many hours with him uh, on top of his movie appearances. So Yeah, and then Crazy. he just disappeared until he got what, a cameo in Quantumania? Like, come on. Do you think he'll show up? I, this is not on my desires list, but Jimmy Woo? I think I think that's the secret desire of the secret invasion desires. <laughs> Is that we want Jimmy Woo. We've, we've, we had to dig deep to find it, but we want Jimmy <laughs> we, Woo. We found the secret behind the secret. Ooh. Um, His ooh. secrets have secrets. <laughs> 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 yep. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, and speaking of secrets, I'll get to my th- next one. Okay. I want to be shocked. Like, like, it's hard to surprise me. Like electricity? Yeah, with electricity. No. <laughs> I want someone to tase me while I watch the show. <laughs> it's really hard for me to be surprised these days. I feel like, you know, um, very few shows do it well. Sure. Uh, because expectations are set and the hero's journey is the hero's journey and subverting the expectations are always hard. But, like, it feels like this show is built for a twist. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, the whole show is, is or the whole concept of mm-hmm. the Skrulls is deception, deceit, and Absolutely. subversion. And, like, not only does that give us, uh, like, uh, not only does that give us, like, an inherent distrust of and, and distaste for the Skrulls, because we can't trust them to be who they are, we think, mm-hmm. Um but that also gives like the whole show that kind of that that espionage feel and um and a, a much more like puts them in a better position to surprise us with oh it was a scroll but then again yeah. that that puts us in the position to where we don't trust anybody on screen because they're all scrolls yeah exactly scroll it's until a- proven innocent <laughs> yeah well and this thing is like so We've had these shows lately that, like, I mean, there have been shows that have surprised me. I mean, uh, She-Hulk surprised me a ton. That sure. last episode was insane. Um, <laughs> but but that was that was like a surprise that wasn't within the plot. Like, I want to be like, I want I want a Fight Club moment. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I yeah. want to have something We've sit in front of me. Cabin pressure. Yeah. Right. Like, I want to just like have this sit in front of me the entire show. Have it just right there. The answer to the thing: Who is a scroll? What's going on? What the real plan is? And it's still just like just to be right in front of me and me not see it. Yep. And like that's hard to do, especially when we're podcasting about it every week and we're talking about all the <laughs> possibilities. It is. It is. It's like sorry. You know, when we we sit here and we like spin all these tales of like what's going to happen. Like we talk about it every week, and so it's hard to do. I'm setting the bar really high. But sure. if any show is going to do it, I feel like this is going to be the show. Yep. Taylor Sturden's going to do it for you. 
Yes, yes. I need a little Talos Durden. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta throw out there, this is oh. not one of mine, but like, I love how they're setting up this story, that it's two different groups of scrolls. at least based on the trailers, it looks like they're setting up this sort of like young group of scrolls that's tired of waiting on Earth to fulfill its promises. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 Ugh, yeah. That seems like such a cool story. Well, that's that's like that's my third one. Uh, is I want nuance within the scrolls. Like I don't want yeah. it to just be they're all good, they're all bad, or uh, Talos is the only good one, and so the rest of like he's fighting against the rest of the scrolls because the rest of the scrolls are like you were sent on a mission, and he's like the scroll Superman basically. Where like they're all Zod or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want that crap. I want there to be actual nuance to the race because there's nuance to there's nuance in humanity. You know, it absolutely it's unrealistic. It's wildly unrealistic for there to be an entire alien race that all feels exactly the same way. For sure, and and I think just based on the trailers, we're going to get that. And what I, you know, I love that these like. These shows are kind of setting up these themes, and they're really good. Of like, you know, we had the um, this is the Flag Smashers, yeah, in in uh, in, in Falcon Winter Soldier, and it feels like this has a lot of connective tissue. Not only is it, you know, one of the first things to happen after the blip set on Earth, but also like we're gonna get that same kind of story. It's like p- the Earth isn't big enough for all of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Is that's the flag big smashers. enough for the two of us. <laughs> that's like the so you could totally see a world where like this rogue group of scrolls like ends up teaming up with the flag smashers, you know? Like Ooh. because that story their their story is kind of similar. They feel like these the powers that be are not respecting their needs as a, you know, group and yeah. and they have to fight for what they need and they're not getting it. And uh, I don't know. I just, I think the story sounds so nuanced. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Nuance. <laughs> Give me nuance. And like yeah. with it being, with it being a series, I feel like we have a much stronger chance of getting all of that individual nuance across all the characters. And with it being a series, we should get ourselves enough time to sit with each of these characters and kind of uh, start to care about them more or start to hate them more, you know, and just, and get more time with their motivation and, and start to understand them. And that's, that's important. Like I found that, uh, you know, over all of these series that we've had where we've had, you know, the the crazy stuff like Loki and the weird stuff like WandaVision and all of those things where we got to sit with the characters for a long time, we felt more for them. Like we felt more uh more connection with them and we've understood them better. So like Oh absolutely. The yeah. fact that we get this like this type of story with a series is going to be awesome, in my opinion. I just we're absolutely going to get so much character work out of all of it. And I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. Um, so yeah, I'm right there with you. Nuance is a great one. And I really think that we're getting it. And I really think that like, we're getting a lot of characters that we'll be able to connect with because I just, yeah, it just seems like the kind of story where they're, they're not trying to make a simple story. Like the Nick Fury of it all has never been simple. And so like, yeah, making his story even more complex with this one, I think, sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, 
the last one I've got, I think this is our last of our of our six. Yep. Is um I want this is really a big ask. Oh, and like I'm swing? just shooting sh- shooting, you know, pointing at the fence. This is what I want. I don't I don't know that's gonna happen. I doubt it's gonna happen. I want an Avenger, man. I don't care if they're a scroll, but I want an appearance from someone big in the show. Like it doesn't have to like even I guess it could be Carol Danvers just because the connection to the Marvels and uh you know or or uh someone like that. I just think this show like I think it's gonna be a smaller story and I don't want it to be focused on someone else. I want it to stick with Nick Fury as the main thing, but just like use one of the Avengers as a MacGuffin. Like have yeah. someone show up, like let one of the scrolls have gotten a hold of an Avengers DNA and they're like impersonating them and they have to go take down I don't know. They have to take down Bruce Banner because Bruce Banner's a scroll. You know what I mean? Like, I just want, like, some... Mm. Really what I'm asking is I want some connection to the larger MCU um, in this series. And I feel like sometimes these shows are a little light on that. And I think this show... You know, it's the secret invasion. If they're going to reach out for powerful people to take over, they're going to take over some of the heroes that we know. And that's what... You know, there's often this, like... We joke about the weekend at Ultrons, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, instead of it being uh, Age of Ultron and, like, how that was kind of a failure. And, like, Secret Invasion in comics is this big event where you find out people have been scrolls for years in the comics. And, like, the yep. the actual characters you know and love have been, like, trapped in a basement somewhere or whatever. Um, and, like, that is such a huge universe-rocking thing and I don't expect this to be that, but it would nice be nice to see like a nod to that, like a little glimpse of what it would be like. And we know that they're like they seem to be seeking out powers. Um, it looked like maybe one of them had Groot powers, and it looked we saw that thing that had a. Um, I don't know if you were you were here for this, uh, but in that one trailer, that one that one scroll appears to have Groot powers. Um, it's like a, he reaches out with his arms and it really looks like he becomes Groot as he's shooting forward. And there's another moment where it shows them going into like a lab and they're opening up a case. Yeah. And oh gosh. It's one of the, the name on the tag is one of, uh, Thanos's minions. Um, Ebony Ma? I think so. Maybe. Anyway. That would make sense. Ebony Ma died in space. Yeah, but swords in space. So are the scrolls. Uh, but. Sure. It may not have been. No, it was the big one. Who's the big guy? Oh, uh, Black Dwarf. No, it's not him either. I, there's a name on the, uh, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm spacing on it. Uh, I mean, if you name the other ones. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Super Giant? No, I can't remember which one it was. I'm sorry. It may not uh, be a big one. Uh, whatever. Anyway. It's, it's Proxima Midnight. Maybe. Corvus Glaive? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately can't remember, but there's a name on the case, and it's one of his. Uh, it might have said Proxima or something like that. Um, Cull Obsidian is what T.J. Stafford said. That's who I was thinking of. The thank big guy you. is Cull Obsidian. That's in, who I was thinking of. Yes. I was thinking of Black Dwarf. That was his comics name. Sorry. <laughs> thank you, T.J. In the chat, I couldn't remember Cull Obsidian's name. Yes. Uh, so it it appears to say Cull. You can just see the, the word coal on there. And I'm thinking like they got his DNA from like the hand he left in Central Park or something. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. 
I'm thinking that these scrolls are developing. I'm thinking the plot of the show is that the scrolls are developing the super scrolls. Like the scrolls are learning to adapt powers from our heroes and villains and make mm-hmm. them powerful. Okay. Um, that's what I think is going on based on, based on that's what, that was our trailer theories. And like, if they're well, doing that, then the big MacGuffin could be like, we want, we're going after banner, you know, or we're going after whoever, like we're going after that. We know that the scrolls are infiltrated everywhere and we know they're going for an Avenger and we're the behind the scenes team trying to stop them from getting this Avengers blood or whatever. No, man. No, 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 no. I'll do you one better. Yeah, please. Super scrolls are what they're working on, right? That's the that's the the thing. We get an appearance from one of the Fantastic Four. Ooh. Because Super Scroll, the Super Scroll, yeah. is like a huge villain. Yeah. For them. The Super Scroll in in the original Super Scroll had the Fantastic Four's powers. Yeah. Um which never made a lot of sense to me. He's like cut into four quadrants, like being a rock is useful. <laughs> Having one fourth of yourself be a rock just sounds heavy. Um, <laughs> it just puts you on a tilt. <laughs> yeah. Having one fourth of yourself be on fire just sounds painful. Yeah, um, it's painful because the other quadrants aren't uh, adapted for fire. <laughs> yeah, I know. And having one leg be invisible, how useless is that? I don't um, know where I'm stepping. Like, I can't see where I'm stepping. Maybe having one stretchy arm, like I get that how that could be useful, but like that's like the you know. only thing that's useful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The super scroll seems ridiculous, so that's why I think they're like trying to build scrolls and just like they're trying to take the powers from different heroes. I think that's the I think that's the plot, and like if that's the case, you don't have to have him be a main character, but you could have any like you could have Spider Man or Hulk or Reed Richards. Uh, whoever or reed richards just be the, be the macguffin of the thing where they're like seeking out the macguffin and trying to get the powers you know in the in the comics reed richards was the one that developed the technology to be able to revert the scrolls back to their normal form like the uh, array to do that so like it would make sense that the government would be calling in reed richards to be a consultant because he's the smartest man yeah on oh the, yeah on the planet Absolutely. Well, and this thing is, I don't. If we're getting all these characters, I doubt we're getting them. Okay, first off. Oh shit! It, Sorry, we've been following <laughs> this a lot in the news, and it sounds like they just are getting to where they're finally casting them. So it's very unlikely they're showing up in the show. Let me just say that I don't think this is going to happen. Or it's just how, now leaking. It's absolutely maybe maybe they've kept it a secret, but they don't do that very well. But what if uh, this is a backdoor? introduction slash origin story for them. Yes, like they exactly. Work, they work on sword. They're like on the sword yes. base yes. and they do some sort of like experiment to stop this or they're doing something to stop the scrolls and they end up getting hit with like the cosmic radiation yep. and they've yep. been working on this thing to infuse them with powers and instead it infuses uh, our, our scientists with powers and those are the Fantastic Four. Yep. Oh my god, that would be so good. That was the thing where I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I got there at the same time you did. I was like, "Oh, yeah. here we go, backdoor Fantastic cool. Four, <laughs> the backdoor four. Okay, we're back to sounding like uh, bad, back to bad sex. romance stuff again. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you said whoa, bad romance. Whoa, whoa, bad romance. Oh goodness. Okay, guys. Well, uh, that's our that's our things. That's our desires. For uh, secret invasion, uh, you we feel want, good about them. You feel you feel happy. 
yeah, man, we want backdoor Fantastic Four. Uh, we want Jimmy Woo to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our actual <laughs> desires. Yeah, then the other six things that we said. <laughs> <laughs> the actual yep. six things we want, but those are our, like, you know, pie-in-the-sky things. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the hopefuls. Like, probably never mm-hmm. happened. Uh, I want them to show me Mephisto. I've seen him already, but everybody else needs to see him. Yeah, that's true. That is definitely true. Um, well, <laughs> I am pumped, man. Uh, I hope... I hope we get all these things. I hope all of our desires are met. And um, yeah. Any last thoughts? Any last secret invasion thoughts? None that I can uh, put to real words. Mm. Well, uh, I guess we'll be back, you guys, with a lot more uh, thoughts on the secret invasion because it's coming out soon and we're going to be talking about it live every week. Um, if, <clears throat> write in your secret invasion desires. Maybe it might be uh, maybe that's what we'll do next Wednesday. Now that me and Jeff are doing this every Wednesday at seven thirty on Twitch, seven thirty Central. Um, maybe we'll do a Secret Invasion feedback episode where people will tell us what they want from Secret Invasion. Oh, we didn't. We didn't want to do the uh, court proceedings next week. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we're we're working on some new episode ideas, new episode types, uh, because we want to. We want to fill the feed with good stuff. Yeah. We don't want to just always be doing the same thing. We want to keep trying new things and trying, uh, trying new and fun things. Yeah, had a silly idea, and uh, yeah. I think it could be fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, we'll be back, you guys, soon. Uh, Jeff, you got anything to tell everybody? Uh, stay whelmed, or um, <laughs> tune in next week, because yeah. I'll be here. I'll actually have something to tell people. Yeah, I like it. Uh, well, peace, everybody. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both. That's right, there's two of them now. Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you, guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 